Okay, stand by here, podcast. We're about to go live here on all links. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler. Got a lot I want to talk about tonight, particularly the NFL free agency. Tom Brady coming out of retirement. Got a little bit more in depth. Um, the reason he even stepped away kind of abruptly, really, if you think about it, the way that was covered, we'll get into that a little bit. Carson Wentz, who's the, who's the real winner there? Was it Indianapolis? Was it Washington? Uh, Derek Carr, Deshaun Watson, news all there. But first, this league, and, and Colin Cowherd mentioned this the other day, a few months ago, actually, but he mentioned again the other day. He says that uh, the best quarterback in each conference and each division in the NFL won their division. The best preseason rated quarterback won their division in the NFL. Think about that. And I'm looking at all this Deshaun Watson talk here coming up. And now you've got Arthur Blank wanting to get Deshaun Watson now. He went to high school in the Atlanta area from the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, the, the Carolina Panthers have been uh, sent have sent out an investigator, private investigator, to, to check out Deshaun Watson's situation for over a year now, practically. Uh, the, who's the other one? The Saints have been involved. With Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, the Cleveland Browns uh, have been involved with Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, according to Mary Kate Cabot, the plain dealer, Cleveland plain dealer. Even the Colts, why would they even call it? That's their own division. Because this league right here is more quarterback driven than it has ever been in the history of the game right now. Okay. And the haves and half. you look at last year, look at last year, you know, uh, last year, uh, Mad New Yorker, as soon as Stafford came available, uh, Les Snead and, and um, oh God, Sean McVay, they turned over tables like nobody's business to go out and, and get this guy. That even though they had Jared Goff, they 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 pressed the issue. They upped the ante on the compensation. They 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 pull a full court press on Matt Stafford, and look what happened. They got a Super Bowl. They did not sit on their hands like teams have in the past and didn't get it. You look at Russell Wilson now. Uh, they are fifth. The Denver Broncos are fifth. And, and Super Bowl favorites now. And now Randy Gregory has pulled out of uh, Dallas, talking with Dallas. He's going to go sign EJ Jones. He's going to go sign with, with the with the uh, uh, Denver Broncos, uh, possibly Von Miller coming back pickles. But, you know, it, it it's so quarterback-driven. The Atlanta Falcons still have a massive contract with Matt Ryan. And I'm thinking they're probably going to try to do something with, with the Colts who desperately need a quarterback now. You know, 
they're willing they're willing to eat part of that 40 something million dollar salary just to be in the conversation because it's so quarterback driven and if your coach and team is not on board with getting a quarterback in the offseason, often these these Super Bowls guys are one in March. They are one right now. These these team these Super Bowls are one right now. You know, you've got a team, and then you've got the flip side of this. There's other teams that are so fearful of not having a quarterback that they extend mediocre quarterbacks in fear of having a bad quarterback. And being totally irrelevant and losing their job. For example, Kirk Cousins has re-signed with uh, Minnesota out of pure fear of that position. I've never seen it to this extent. But I will say this. You got to pay attention in business, in, in, in the NFL, and whatever business you're in. You have to pay the attention, pay attention to the trends or you will get left behind. You know, and I'm watching this this Deshaun Watson thing. Now that this there's no legal recourse here criminally, uh, I said on the Mac and Jack show on Sunday, I don't think uh, the league is going to do anything. Uh, I, I, I think I think they learned their lesson from kind of jumping the gun on the Ben Roethlisberger charge there. Uh, Antonio Brown was not suspended for his sexual assault civil suit he was suspended for some criminal stuff and uh, punched a tow truck driver or something like that got arrested for that but he was not suspended for that so i do not think watson's going to get suspended you know but if i'm deshaun watson i don't want to say he met up with the at cleveland today i think he's going to meet up with some more teams tomorrow uh go where the best team is Go where the best team is. You can get it, even if it's in a crappy town like Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, you, you know, if you don't want to live in Cleveland, you can always rent in Cleveland. You don't have to buy in Cleveland. You can rent in Cleveland. I was telling some friends about about this over the weekend. You know, you can you can live in Cleveland uh, for what the mini camps. You go there a few weeks during mini camps, two weeks. And, uh, and those are voluntary, but I would go. I would show up. You got training camp around the end of July. You have training camp. You know, Pickle says Atlanta. You have training camp at the end of July. And then August, you have preseason. And then you play. Hopefully, you're playing to February. That means you're in a Super Bowl, right? But if you're not, as soon as the season's over, you have your exit meeting. Uh, you cut your power to a minimum, if not do an Airbnb, and then you go back to the, the, the town that you're from that you want to live in. You know, me, that would be Nashville. But you look at offensive line, defensive line, running game, you got an offensive-minded head coach, young, innovative Kevin Stefanski. That's the best place for football. Now, people talk about Atlanta on this. I don't know. I don't. You know, every time I see a player, air quote, go home, to play, I think about King Griffey Jr. when he went to Cincinnati and played. Uh, always seemed out of shape. He was hurt all the time in Cincinnati. Uh, I think he players seem to lose. They now they play well when they go there uh, as a visiting team, 
and they want to show off from friends and family, former coaches, whatnot. They do play well. I've seen that happen. But when a player goes home to play as a regular player, I say they lose their edge just a little bit. And Madden, New Yorker, the Panthers do not have a better team than Cleveland. The Panthers don't have the the, the players. They don't have the cap space. Um, they've had some quarterbacks they've signed that didn't work out. They've they've lost some. Uh, they've got a running back that's hurt all the time. That's overpaid in Christian McCaffrey. I disagree. I'll put that up there, but I disagree. The Panthers do not have a better team. I, I think that Matt Rule's very innovative. Uh, the the coach now he also played college. He played college ball at obviously Clemson. That's pretty close to Charlotte. He'd be a good fit there. Be a good fit there. But I would not go to I, – I, I don't think him going to his hometown will be good. Now, of course, he's got Kyle Pitts. Uh, it looks like Cordell Patterson is going to re-sign with Atlanta. They'll have a decent offensive line. Uh, their defense is fair. It's not bad. It was bad. But the distractions, Pickle says, and that's what it is. It would be too many distractions for him to go to Atlanta and play. Uh, I, I don't think that would be good. I think Cleveland uh, would be the best place for him to play, you know, uh, the Colts would be good. The Colts would be really good. Tennessee would be really good. But they're both in the same division. It's not going to happen. Uh, I hope that he looks at football first, everything else second. Winning. Winning first. But my main my main point for this argument is that these owners that are coming out of the woodwork, Jeff Tepper at, with, with Carolina, they realize you, you, don't, you don't have a chance – if you don't have a quarterback in this league, you know, you're not going to win, you know, nothing mad New Yorker. Uh, Tyrod Taylor signed with the Giants with Daniel Jones. They, they don't have a shot to win a Super Bowl this year. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles with Jalen Hurts. If he's the start quarterback, they don't have a shot to win a Super Bowl. Uh, Cleveland or uh, Detroit, even with uh, a guy that did go to the Super Bowl, they don't have a shot. This, this, uh, this year's Houston team, they don't have a shot. You know, there there's certain teams, and 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 um, like for instance, Mitch Trubisky. You know, Pittsburgh signed Mitch Trubisky, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, you got Mitch Trubisky and and Mason Rudolph are going to compete for the starting job. Now, they didn't even get in the hunt. For Deshaun Watson. They were not really serious contenders for Deshaun Watson, from what I've read. And I'm thinking to myself, the same thing with, with Pete Carroll. Mike Tomlin and Pete Carroll are defensive guys, and it seems like they still want to play defense and run the ball. Yeah, you, you've got to have a quarterback in here. Uh, Drew Locke. I'm hearing that Drew Locke, they think Drew Locke may be the guy. See, are you kidding me? You know? Are you kidding? You know, I'll say this. Mitch Trubisky, no, they're not paying him anything. But you're not going to compete with Joe Burrow. I doubt if you're going to compete with even Baltimore with Mitch Trubisky. A guy who could not win a playoff game in Chicago 
great defense in Chicago, a much better play designer and with Matt Nagy in Chicago. What makes you think with a lesser offensive line, with a defensive-minded head coach, that he can win in Pittsburgh? You know, this could be the beginning of the end for Mike Tomlin. He hasn't won a playoff game since 2016. Uh, And that's with Ben Roethlisberger. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, hasn't won a playoff game since 2016. No real sense of urgency to go out and get a Deshaun Watson. Now, maybe they draft somebody. Maybe they draft Kenny Pickett or, or Malik Willis. But if they don't feel like that these guys are the guys, I understand that. But it just seems to me they were never mentioned in the Russell Wilson sweepstakes. They were never mentioned in the uh, – there was a brief mention with Deshaun Watson. Then they went away from that, you know. And and that makes me think that Tomlin, Tomlin, uh, you know, he's got a lot of power. Today he's fifty. Today, guy's very young. He just turned fifty today. Uh, he's below five hundred in the playoffs. Hasn't won a playoff game since two thousand sixteen. Uh, people will say, well, you know, Tomlin did. He is. Uh, he, he's not had a losing season, but is that going to become your? That's mediocre. They're mediocre. They slid into the playoffs because of the collapse by the Colts, and they haven't won a playoff game since 2016. And and people like. You hear people talk up Mitch Trubisky? Are you kidding me? You know? And I'm reading that he's going to compete with Mason Rudolph? A guy that was not even that great in college. I don't know why he's even got a job in the league. So this could be the beginning of the end for Mike Tomlin. This could be the beginning of the end for Pete Carroll. And I'm leaning more towards Pete Carroll being done in two years than I am with Mike Tomlin because I understand you had to go with what you got, but you got to turn over tables to get a quarterback in this league. You have to be aggressive. You have to sell these guys because if you don't, you're going to fall behind farther and farther and farther behind. And I'm in Nashville pickles. Now looking back on it, two years later, Tennessee should have turned over every single table to get Tom Brady. We got sold on Ryan Tannehill. Years ago, Tennessee half-heartedly put an effort towards getting Peyton Manning. They didn't go at him hard enough because they had Jake Locker. You get the quarterback right, things fall into place. Randy Gregory's now wanting to go to Denver. E.J. Jones uh, pulls out of... uh, San Francisco, he wants to go play in Denver under Russell Wilson. You know, Tennessee should have turned over many more tables, got 10 times more aggressive, and you felt like Tennessee with Peyton Manning instead of Denver winning, that they they simply did what they did because the owner wanted them to do that, you know. 
and 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 Pittsburgh seems to be a team that you know they're kind of stuck in yesteryear, run the ball, stop the run. That's great, but you you got to have a quarterback to make plays to win in this league. You know, look at Tom Brady. Look at Tom Brady. Let me go back to my notes here. So, uh, okay, speaking of Tom Brady, okay, so he retires. He's back. Uh, But there's more to the story. After reading over this for a couple of days, uh, it came to my attention going back during the season, it was an injury of some sort. I think it was Achilles injury. Uh, Bruce uh, Bruce Arians was coming off of an injury, and Tom Brady. This is well documented. Okay, Tom Brady and uh, the offensive coordinator Brian Leftwich had worked on a game plan all week, and Bruce Arians comes in on game day hobbling with his red ink pen and X's out the game plan and puts his game plan in. Now, Tom Brady at this point, he's a seven-time Super Bowl champion. It doesn't seem like a lot. He he, he plays the game as much as he can uh, as far as everything, as far as in front of the media. Uh, he's made little hints that things are a little bit sluggish there. He's a grinder. They're a very loose atmosphere. But that slight, Tom Brady is a super competitor. I've seen him personally go off on Josh McDaniels on the sideline uh, when he was with New England. He's got a temper and he's got a boatload of pride. I've got pride too. I understand that. But that was reported during the regular season. After the season ends, Tom Brady says he's going to retire when nobody else uh, uh, reports come to he's going to retire, but he didn't say he's going to retire. It felt very clunky and out of place and and, and like it was just it t- like he thought about it for a few days after they lost to the Rams. Maybe he felt like they didn't properly prepare for the Rams, but it's like he thought about it and thought about it and thought about it, and it ticked him off so much. He's like, let's go ahead and retire. There's other reports that he tried to orchestrate a trade. Uh, these are from Mike Florio, again, this guy from Pro Football Talk. And and then, and then the Arians comes up, well, five first-round picks. He comes up with that because he still had a year left on his contract. So... That's probably the real reason there. Then over the weekend, this past weekend, Tom Brady is with the owner, the Glazer family, at the Manchester United, the soccer team game, in England over the weekend. And now all of a sudden he says he's going to come back. The speculation is, and we're just putting pieces together, Jason Whitlock, Mike Florio, the wildly reported, think that he talked to the owners in the Manchester soccer game and said, hey, listen, I'll come back, but you tell Bruce Arians to stay out of my way, okay? 
let me let me if I'm working on something with the offensive coordinator, uh, he does not have the authority to put a big red ink pen to it when he hasn't done the order. That's what Brady was saying. You know, now I don't know why Brady wouldn't confront Arian straight up on this, but that's what it seems like. Pickle City has a huge ego. Yeah. So Jason Willock said that's a LeBron James type of move. And I get it. So that's what it's that plus what I've been saying is he started looking at his schedule and people like him, type A, I'm a type A myself. I work 12 to 14 hours a day and I still do this show. And I work so hard during the week. I'm as awesome weekend. I, I just like to chill. But if I had just a, a seven hour, eight hour day, regular work day, I get antsy. Competitors like him, they and, and a lot of these players, Mike Golick, former NFL player, he used to say this, players like to have that itinerary, like, like you're flying an airplane, like you're supposed to be here at this time, here at this time. And when you take that away and you don't have anything to replace that itinerary, bad things happen. Some guys turn into alcoholics. They get on drugs. Uh, others get, get caught up in the golf game. They they uh, Their marriages fall apart. Because they're not, they have to have that itinerary, you know. So I think part of it is he did not have that itinerary filled, and the other part is he butted heads with Bruce Arians, and he wanted to get clarification from the Glazer family that if if we're working on something, I don't want it to be edited out. I don't want this to be an Al Davis situation where he edits out our uh, a game plan in, in, in the middle of the. Um, on Thursday or Friday, we've been working on it all week. So I do think there's some of that in there. Okay. So then you say, well, so what type of team does he have? It's not as good as the team he had coming in. Uh, they they made it. They've lost two offensive linemen. This Ali uh, Murford, whatever his name is, one one guard on the offensive line retired. The other one went to Cincinnati. I'm proud of Cincinnati for what they did. But they made a trade. They made a trade to get Shaq Mason from from New England. I thought that was huge. They made a trade to get Shaq Mason from New England. I want to say they brought back uh, Jansen, the center there. So they have the center. They have Shaq Mason. They've got Chris Godwin on a. Um, they've got Chris Godwin on a franchise tag. And I'll tell you who else they've got here in a minute as soon as I can find it. We've got so many notes here. Uh, and also, former, former, uh, from what I was just saying, Rich Orenberger, who played with Brady back in 2009, was tweeting out, this was back in February, talking about that disagreement. He said, I heard some things recently. Tom Brady and Bruce Arians' honeymoon was over in Tampa. The retirement announcement wasn't because of trouble seeing eye to eye on the offensive game uh, plan, but the relationship was siren, is what he's saying. He said apparently while Aaron's was rebounding from rehabbing from his Achilles in the morning, offensive coordinator Brian Leffich and Brady would work on the week's game plan. Arians would later come in and take the red ink pen. Basically, what I said. This guy's this former uh, Patriot is saying that. So they're bringing back. Ron Jansen, Chris Godwin, Arian Stein, Carlton Davis. That's the cornerback that was a free agent there. Uh, things got much brighter 
in Tampa. Things went from from Bruce Arians probably going, like I told you, I said he's going probably going to retire, even though he's got he likes to win too. To now they're back in the Super Bowl hunt because there's not many quarterbacks in the league. Drew Brees is retired. Uh, it, Dallas looked like to be a threat. They're losing players left and right because they overpaid everybody. Uh, the Rams are getting older. They're the biggest threat. Uh, they're overpaying in Green Bay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and, and Devontae Adams is getting everything. So who else you really got to worry about in the NFC? You know, I guess one of the NFC West teams, I would say, maybe maybe the 49ers. But they may, pay, may be playing a second-year quarterback. Okay? So they've got a good team. Uh Brady may play one year and to be a free agent at 45 years old. Would you take a chance on him if you're Tennessee next year? Uh, if you're Miami or somebody? Yeah, possibly. They, they He possibly may, may do this. This may come out in the wash later on. Godwin going to be healthy. I don't know, Brian. I wouldn't have done that with Godwin. That's too much money. With Chris Godwin, I like Godwin, but he's coming off of like an ACL tear. And $19 million franchise tag seems insane in the membrane to me. I would have took a chance on, uh, you know, the guy that uh, maybe a DJ Shark or somebody for much cheaper. But, you know, he's got a lot of character. He's a hard worker. Uh, but with Evans back there, they'll probably get grunk. I would have took a chance maybe in the draft for another wide receiver, but they're not going to do that. They're going to go with Godwin, and Brady will do whatever it takes to make the salaries work because he's always done that in the past. Now, speaking of not making salaries work, speaking of not making salaries work, so the numbers comes out on the Aaron Rodgers deal, okay? Uh they say fifty million. The actual cap hit, and I read through Spot Track, it's it's twenty eight million. They franchise Devontae Adams, by the way, that's close to twenty. So you got the cap hit for Rodgers, according to Spot Track, twenty eight million. Franchise like eighteen six. We'll round it up, say twenty four for Devontae Adams, who's not going to play on it. You put that together, that's forty eight million dollars out of a two hundred eight million dollar cap hit. Uh, if Brian Gutenkos has a fallout with Aaron Rodgers during the se- off season, during the season, if they have something crazy come up, they can't eat. If they cut Aaron Rodgers, guys, if they cut him this year after he signs his contract tomorrow, which is Wednesday, it's a hundred and seventy-five million dollar dead dead cap money. So they're stuck with Aaron Rodgers through through sickness and health. They are stuck with Aaron Rodgers. If they, if they had to cut him for whatever reason, they couldn't even field a football team and pay them market. They couldn't pay nobody market. They would have to pay the bare minimum. They would have to get semi-pro players to fill that team up if they cut Aaron Rodgers. You know, uh, if he get hurt, if he gets hurt, he's thirty-eight years old and. I just don't get it, man. I understand what it is to. I, I just went on a a, a a a tangent 
I got Scott on my soapbox about quarterbacks. I understand that. On the flip side, you can't be that afraid of of going out and trying to get another one. You know, I would have traded him for a haul and just try again. Just try. You want to get that quarterback on a rookie contract and just try again. Protect him, get to the other quarterback. You know? And, and but Brady, like I said, or Rodgers, like I said last week, I've lost respect for him. He's not into winning. He's into the money. Uh, he's into the attention. Uh, but you're you're a top five all-time quarterback rating quarterback. And you've got one Super Bowl, as many as Trent Dilfer. Uh, the guy who, uh, who's the other guy? The game manager for the Tampa Bay Bucks in 2002. You're in that class? You're in that class when you should be in Brady, Montana, Elway, Manning class. You should be there. Because talent, Joe Flacco, Pickle says, the talent for for Rodgers is that level. Montana, Brady, Elway, Peyton Manning. And you got one ring. And that's all you're going to get. Because you want to be the highest paid player in the league every year. Hold on for a second, guys. Let me change out my pipe. So I'm not going to get fooled again like the Who song said. I'm not picking the I don't care how well they look in the regular season, this Green Bay Packers team. You know, Brian, Brian says Stafford. Stafford's pretty talented, but... And he did play for Detroit, but he's a turnover machine. I will give you that. Uh, most in the league. So, anyways, all right. So, how's free agent going? Free. Uh, well, let me get to this other thing. Carson Wentz. The Carson Wentz trade is. It tells me that that teams. You know, Russell Wilson, even without an owner that's going to be of Denver, he took a chance with that over going to play for for Dan Snyder in Washington. That's how bad it is there. You know, it's so bad in Washington that they paid, they paid Carson Wentz's $28 million. Now, he's an upgrade over Tyler Heineke. You can't teach 6'4", 240. You can't teach that. But again, he's got to go see a sports psychologist. John Smokes did it. Major League Baseball. Alex Rodriguez did it. You say, why are you saying that? I said, because he looked great that second year of the league when he's almost got an MVP. But he thinks too long. Uh, Frank Wright took the ball out of his hands late in games because he was turning the ball over. He was hanging on to it too long. Costly interceptions, uh, not knowing when the run, when the pass. He's over second guessing himself. And but Washington needs a quarterback so bad. They they have such a bad reputation that they say we'll pay his salary $28 million and we'll give you some picks. Now, now then the Colts don't have a quarterback. I get that. There was a story that the Colts would be interested in Derek Carr, you know. Uh, 
I tell you what, man, I'd give four or five picks for Derek Carr for what you have at the Colts now. I, I really would. But I, I, I do like the fact how they, and the, plus they got $69 million in cap space. Could the Colts trade for Matt Ryan and pay part of the salary? He's better than Wentz. At least he's been in the Super Bowl, even though he's not that much better. Possibly. Possibly a chance, or, or go after Casey Keenum in Cleveland, you know, or uh, a cheap Baker Mayfield. If Cleveland can go out and get Watson, I say Cleveland's best for Watson, but uh, he he's definitely and and Kirk Cousins. Brian says Kirk Cousins, yeah, yeah, and that's all fear, Brian, and that's what I talked about at the beginning of the program. Extending Kirk Cousins is fear from management not getting a quarterback. You know, if if I'm a, a team like a like a Minnesota Vikings, I try to get Watson. I try to get uh, Wilson. Uh, if I'm if I I guess Keelan Mond must not have done well in camp. You know, but. I just don't get the I don't get Kirk Cousins, man. I, I just don't get it. And it's fear. It's fear from the organization. They must not be sold on Keelan Mond. I would I would rather let I would have traded him. I'll trade him right now for a second round pick and a player or two to the Indianapolis Colts, who's got plenty of money to pay him. You know. It fit right in with the Colts. But the Colts are saying, well, we're get, we traded away this guy for that guy. We're trading away average for average. But Kirk Cousins is just, he's a guy that's made almost $200 million, and, and he, he, is the, he is the definition of mediocre. He's not too bad. He, he's not too. And Ryan says he would, Ryan, uh, Matt Pickle says Matt Ryan will fit in Indy. Indy needs a quarterback, you know. But if, if you've already had a guy for a few years and you are 500 or you get to the playoffs and you're limited, you need to move on. That that's it. That's all you that's all you can do. It's like Tennessee here. You know, Tennessee, looking back on it, guys, they should have when when Tom Brady came available, they should have just for, forget about the cap, the sell Brady. We will eat money. We will we will delay money and be dead later. We will delay. By the way, seventy five million dollar cap dead money, no matter what, in year three of uh, Aaron Rodgers' contract, seventy five million dollars, no matter what, because because that the twice you know they own one fifty guaranteed, it's the highest in history. But these average quarterbacks, it's the the, the position is so scarce that teams. Either they're too scared to trade their average guy or they're willing to mortgage the farm for a star. I'm willing to mortgage the farm for a star because when you got the quarterback, everything else seems to fall in place. It's easier to get bigger name free agents. For example, case in point, Randy Gregory backed out of Dallas and now he's going to Denver. Uh, DeMarcus Ware. Had other offers. He wanted to go play with Peyton Manning. Look how that turned out to be in Denver. They won a Super Bowl. 
okay? And and I'll think about Tua. Um, Miami's got a, you know, they got a good backup there. But Miami's got an average backup there in Teddy Bridgewater. He may beat out Tua. The problem is they don't really got a good offensive line, and, and, and both of those guys get hurt. That's the only problem I have with that. Okay, speaking of aggressive, aggressive wins. Aggressive wins in life. If you're aggressive enough, you're going to get the girl. You're going to get the job. You're going to ha- make some mistakes because sometimes aggressive means getting in a hurry. But the L.A. Chargers, man, did they do something. That they're, I'm, I'm, other than, other than uh, uh, Denver, because they got the quarterback, they got the big kahuna, other than Denver, and maybe maybe Cleveland, if they can pull off Deshaun Watson. But this L.A. Charger team, uh, they made a trade over the weekend. They've got Khalil Mack now. Uh, can play the run, can play the edge, can play the opposite of Joey Bosa. You know, Yeah, and Brian says when you when you really think about it, these teams are a mess are a mess at the quarterback. Yeah, that's true. Now I don't think they're a mess in L.A. This L.A. with Justin Herbert, height, uh, speed, uh, football academics, check, check, check. Got a really young coach, Brandon Staley. I think he's going to make some corrections from last year, but now they've got J.C. Jackson. I don't know why New England let him go. That's a probably a huge mistake by the Patriots. This guy's a top five cornerback in the league. So you got J.C. Jackson on the corner. You've made a trade because they got a boatload of money. They've got a rookie uh, contract quarterback. That's an ideal situation if you think you got the guy. And trust me, they got the guy. They got the guy in, in L.A. right now. Okay? So you got Khalil Mack. You've got J.C. Jackson. You've got Derwin James, one of the best safeties when healthy in the league. He stayed healthy last year. You've got uh, uh, J.C. Jackson, Derwin James, Joey Bosa, Cleo Mack. Only thing that would set it off is maybe get a Bobby Wagner in the middle. But I'm thinking Dallas may go after him. Now, Dallas is losing players left and right because they overpay everybody. But... I'm most impressed, other than Denver, their opponent, and this Charger team. You know, uh, that's your secondary, at your pass rush. They went out and got another offensive lineman. Last year, they signed a left tackle. They drafted a left tackle early. They signed a center. They've got, uh, I think they took the center from, uh, was it Lindsey, Core Lindsey, whatever, uh, from uh, Green Bay, they got their center, uh, Slater, that left tackle they took last year in the draft. Big things popping, a little things stopping. Another L.A. team could be in the Super Bowl. Hey, I'm just telling you, I'm just calling balls and strikes. All the L.A. haters, and I, I really like L.A., I don't care for it, but I just call balls and strikes. That Charger team's going to be, uh, and play, quite frankly, you guys seen the games. They beat they beat Kansas City. Uh, they should have won that last game. Uh there's a lot of games they should have won last year and the year before that, but particularly last year. And they're going to be good. And, of course, Matt New Yorker says Max needs to stay healthy. Yeah. 
And again, Colin Cowherd, I want to give him credit where it's due. He put out a stat on me today and it blew my mind. Last six years, big free agent spenders have been five games better. Look at New England last year. They go crazy in free agency. They missed on John O. Smith, but they hit on Matt Judon. Uh, they hit on uh, Bourne. They hit in their draft picks, right? They Mac Jones, they hit on their draft. But they were big spenders in free agency, guys. Hunter Henry, pretty solid there, right? Okay. And guess what? They got into the playoffs. They got into the playoffs last year, guys. They were big spenders in free agency. Uh, a few years before that, uh, the Rams were big spenders in free agency in 2017, right? Well, what happened in 18? They got to the Super Bowl. They were big. They were big shakers, movers, and shakers this year, this past year. They won the Super Bowl. Okay, uh, they went after Jalen Ramsey. Uh, they 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 went after Von Miller. They're big swingers. Okay, Matt Stafford, of course, the big one, right? They went after Odell Beckham. A year before that, they went after Sammy Watkins. You know, big stenders, big things. They don't sit on their hands. And they got that ring. You know, it's kind of like when you get that ring, even though you're going to be busted at some point on the salary cap and all that other crap, it's just like my parents who tell me when I, I would get my uh, degree. They said, won't you hang in there and get that college degree? And I said, why? They said, because that can't be taken away. Once that's there, that's there. That ring can't, you know, 1998, University of Tennessee football, that ring is still there. That's always going to be there. You know, the Cleveland Cavaliers, 2016, whatever you want to say, that ring is always going to be there. You know, that's the same thing with this Ram team. Even the, Mar man, the Marlins, how bad they are. They got two rings in the last 20-something years. Those rings are still there. They're still there. They're still in the books. You cannot take that away. So when you have an opportunity, go after and get that quarterback. Go all means necessary. Get that quarterback. When you've or, or if you've drafted that quarterback, if you've drafted that, go out there and make the big swing and get those defensive players. Get that big wide receiver you need. Get that pass rusher you need. Okay? Get that left tackle you need. If you do that and do not pull back. Do not hesitate. Don't think about the future. When you get that ring, that ring is there forever. You know? And if you had to go out and, and do away with that coach, get that big coach. You know? Too many times these teams sit on their hands. They sit on their hands. Minnesota, right? Pittsburgh right now, sitting on their hands. And the ones who go out there and make that big move, Sometimes it blows up in your face, but other times, more often than not, again, big spenders in free agency the last six years have added five games from the previous year. They've added five games. Yes, Pickle says the future is now. The Titans should have went after Russell Wilson. Now that it's over with, they should have went after Russell Wilson. So, Robert, what, what do they do with Ryan Tannehill? You trade him to somebody else, and you eat part of that money. That's what you do. And what do you do about everything else? You delay that money. You, you delay that money. No. Trubisky, 
Uh, I do not like the Trubisky pickup. Uh, Pittsburgh was not even in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. They were not even in the Russell Wilson sweepstakes. Uh, now they're saying, Brian, that Pittsburgh is uh, is, is going to let Trubisky and 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 uh, Rudolph battle it out. Now we haven't had the draft yet. If they go out and get Kenny Pickett and cut one of those players, then I think they're 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 thinking ahead, you know. But I'll give them this draft and next draft. If they don't go after a real quarterback, then I think they need to move on every, with everything in Pittsburgh. But they got the defense that can win, you know. They've got some money under the cap. They've got the defense that can win now. Uh, they need some help on the line. I think they signed another offensive lineman, I want to say, today. It wasn't a huge name, but they did. But I do not like Mitch Trubisky. Uh, Trubisky, uh, I think Matt Nagy did a good job with Trubisky with a great defense. Uh, and they had Allen Robertson. They had Tariq Cohen. Uh, this guy was doing a lot of smoke and mirrors, moving around and stuff. But I do not like the Mitch. I think, I think Tomlin and Pete Carroll are two defensive guys sitting on their hands, you know. They are sitting on their hands. Now, if they go out and get Pitty Pickett, Kenny Pickett, or Malik Willis, or one of those other quarterbacks, now, if they don't do that, then maybe their scouts are saying, these guys aren't worth it. Okay. But in 2023, and you still sitting on your hands, then the game's passing you by. Because if you don't get the quarterback right, you're not going to get anything right in this league, you know? But uh, again, I like what I like what the Chargers did. Like what Denver did. Uh, Cincinnati, they got two offensive linemen there uh, that they added to uh, two guards. I want to say they may get the center. They may get the center from Cleveland. JC JC Treader. Uh, he was cut by Cleveland. They may pick him up. You know. That would be good. I like the Cincinnati. They didn't sit on their hands. They did lose C.J. Uzma. They can find a tight end in the draft. They've got three wide receivers. They can throw two. Uh, their defense is good, you know. And Pickle says maybe Kenny Pickle will sit behind. Maybe that's what it is. But if they don't do anything these next two drafts, then I think there's a problem in Pittsburgh, you know. But uh, – that's pretty much it, everybody. Let me look through my screenshots and make sure. Uh, Cleveland Browns completed their meeting on Tuesday with Deshaun Watson. Per league source in Houston. Up next, three-time Pro Bowler. Meet up with the Atlanta Falcons. Randy Gregory, I talked about that. Let's see. A Dolphins. That was a good pickup by Dolphins. Getting Teddy Bridgewater if he can stay healthy. Okay, Mike Tomlin. I'm just looking to see. Uh, so if that happens, I can see Matt Ryan. If for whatever reason Watson does go to Atlanta, uh, I could see the Colts probably keeping right, getting Matt Ryan for a year, being another stopgap guy. What the Colts need is try to uh, – thank you, Corey. Appreciate that, brother. Uh, the Colts – what they need is is get Andrew Luck to come back, man. 
you know, he's took two years off, try to get him to come back to the league. Uh, they've had fill-in guys. This is going to be the third year they're going to have a fill-in quarterback. Phillip Rivers, uh, Carson Wentz, and possibly Matt Ryan this year. And I'm looking at some of this other stuff here. So the Chargers, uh, they re-signed Mike Williams. They signed J.C. Jackson. They signed offensive tackle Sebastian Joseph Day. And they signed offensive tackle uh, Austin Johnson, two years, $14 million. This Sebastian uh, defensive tackle, Sebastian Joseph Day, $24 million. They're not sitting on their hands. They want to win. Something I wish my team would be a little bit more aggressive. So kudos to this Charger team. Um, let's see. Jaguars went and got Brandon Sharif, Christian Kirk. Paid a little, paid a little bit for him. They did let go. Um, they, they let go one of their pass rushers. Uh, uh, Pickle says the Jets. The Jets have been very quiet. The Jets have been very quiet. Evan Ingram went to Jacksonville. One year, nine million. Zay Jones, little little high there. Uh, three years, twenty four million there with Jacksonville. But Jacksonville's making aggressive moves. They're probably going to draft Neil out of out of Atlanta, uh, Alabama at left tackle. That's probably what they're going to do. They've got an offensive minded head coach. They might get in the playoffs next year. Yeah, I said it. They might get in the playoffs next year with Doug Peterson there and Trevor Lawrence there. But they, they, they released one of their play. I can't remember this guy's name. Uh, pass rusher there. Miles Jack is a free agent. But they're looking at, at, at some of their younger players. Brian says, is there any room for Jonathan Taylor to carry to another seat? That's true. That's true. It's going to be running game and defense. Uh, Frank Wright's an offensive-minded head coach. A change of senior would help Matt Ryan. Uh, I would go after Casey Keenum, somebody like that. Uh, it, or not less, they don't have a first-round pick. So, you know, maybe maybe go after uh, Baker Mayfield if something happens in Houston. But Matt Ryan, they would gladly give up Matt Ryan. I'd give up Matt Ryan if I didn't have a starting quarterback in Atlanta. I say, you take that salary and give us a second-round pick, and you guys take the dead money for Matt Ryan, we're okay with that. We'll lose some games and start over next year because we still got Cal Pitts for another three, uh, let's see, two years on a rookie contract. You know, just food for thought. Just food for thought. You know, if you don't have the quarterback, what you don't want to be is 8-9, eight, 9-8, nine, nine, and eight, where you're stuck in mediocrity. You just don't want that, you know. You, you either want to be great or you want to lose out and get some players or make that big splash to get players. Uh, trade players on your team. Trade future round picks. Don't sit at 8-8. Eight and eight. I hate that. But most teams, this like people in society, that's why it's called average because that's the comfort level of most people, right? Yes. Overpaid. Yeah, yeah, he's very overpaid. He's the most overpaid player in the league, you know, other than Kirk Cousins. 
Kirk Cousins never even been to the Super Bowl. Matt Ryan has. So if you guys like the show, share the show. Uh, I will continue to give you guys shorts. Uh, that seems to be a big hit. A lot of my friends have complimented on me uh, coming in doing these little shorts uh, because of uh, you know my job situation. I'm trying to get another job, trying to get that first radio gig here. And uh, if something happens with Deshaun Watson tomorrow, guys, I will. If I'm out riding in my day job, I'll give you that. We'll talk about it. Uh, I hope he signs with Cleveland. I hope he does not go to Atlanta. Uh, if he signs with the Saints, I hope he's got somebody by him. If he signs with Carolina, I hope they can keep that line and receiving core there in Carolina. That's the last place I want him to go is Atlanta. Uh, I would love the first place I want to go him to go is Cleveland. You know, but anyways... If you guys like the show, share the show. If not, I will be back here around 9 p.m. Central Time next Tuesday. But again, tune in. Uh, tune in. I, I will do live shots uh, throughout the week uh, for two, three, four, five minutes when breaking news happens. Okay? All righty, everybody. Uh, just about to end the show right now. Again, uh, check your phones. Check your phones. And if not... Oh, and by the way, on um, now remember Sunday around 7.30 a.m. Central Time, I go on the Mac Jack and Jim Jeffco, former Dallas Cowboy. I'm not afraid to tell Jim if Dallas is screwing up, uh, if Jerry Jones is screwing up, uh, some ladies suing him, you know, has had a, supposedly had a daughter out of wedlock or something like that. I didn't even get to that story. There's too much big time for other stories. Uh, tune into that. You can see that on Mac Sports on Facebook or Northeast Streaming Sports uh, on their uh, YouTube channel. I'll come on there around 7.30 a.m. Central Time. We talk about this week in sports, a little bit of everything. So have a good night, everybody. If not, I'll see you again here on Sports Scope next week at around 9 p.m. Central Time here on Sports Scope. Thank you, podcast. <laughs>